Welcome back, Villa Birdies, to another episode of Villa Birds with your favorite co-hosts, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika. You guys, today's delay is on me, on yours, truly. I and I alone accept responsibility, y'all. Sometimes life just really gets in the way, and we always have to remember to choose ourselves first. Put the oxygen mask on yourself before helping your neighbor in the case of an emergency landing. But with that, we are back and we're including an additional episode. So Wednesday night's episode is now going to be covered in this episode as we gear up to end yet another week of season 10. So with that, Val, if you have anything to say and then go into the recap, please do. Uh, okay, little, little housekeeping, we're a little late this week, and we're really sorry, but also want to say that we're not gonna be here this, um, Saturday, life really life this week, so on top of being delayed this weekend, you won't be hearing us from Friday, or on Friday, so Tuesday we'll definitely have, or Wednesday, sorry, I can't get my days straight, <laughs> you won't be hearing us for a Saturday. To Wednesday, we'll have a lot to cover, but we look forward to that ginormous recap. And without further further ado, let me get into today's recap. Okay, we're starting off with Sunday night. We got movie night. To be honest, underwhelming. Underwhelming for sure. Like, did we see all the clips we wanted to see? No, were the right reactions had? No, were the right people speaking up? No. No. So we go into Monday night. We have the movie night fallout. We have Leah versus Montel. Leah versus Scott. Scott versus the girls. Ty versus Jess. <laughs> a little bit. Hardly really at all. And Jess versus Sammy. And Zach slash the boys versus Mitch. There's a lot of back and forth, a lot of resentment. We go into the daytime. Things are a little tense. And Abby pulls Scott for a conversation to say, hey, I'm open if you're open. Very, very interesting. Tuesday night, Scott and Abby continue to have a chat. Leah and Montel have a little something something. He basically, quote, embarrasses himself in front of the whole group. And uh, I'm sorry, it's just not really original. Our girl Tanya did it better. She did it from the heart, not from her phone. We have a recoupling. Zach couples up with Molly. Elam couples up with Kat. Ty and Della. Lokan, or Lockin and Wit. Uzi and Katie. Sammy and Jess. Leah Montel. Scott and Amber. We go into the daytime. We have a shady umbrella challenge. Love. I didn't really get the point. People just get They could have done better. And and then they could have done better. Yeah, I didn't really get it. Like the people with the least umbrellas got on to the next challenge. I don't get it. Somebody won. Lee and Montel won. Mm-hmm. Good for them, I guess. <laughs> and then Wednesday night's episode, today. Katie tells everyone that Molly said that Zach and Molly are closed off during the cheers. Everyone's upset for Molly, except for Molly? 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. Abby and Scott keep talking, so naturally, you know, Mitch is losing his mind. During the daytime, Elam decides to tell Catherine <laughs> that he just wants to let her know that he doesn't want to talk to anybody. But, like, if a bombshell came in, he would want to talk to the bombshell. Yeah, so, as one does. Okay, super cash. Whitney and Lockin go on a date. And then we go into the nighttime. We get a text. The public has been voting for the least compatible couple. And Catherine and Elam are voted least compatible and are immediately dumped from the island. Dumped? N- not even gathered around the fire pit. Just dumped. Nah. Pack their bags. Good night. But then we get a second text. Islanders gather around the fire pit. There's going to be a second couple dumped. And the bottom three are Leon Montel, Sammy and Jess, and Uzi and Katie. And that's, yeah. that's it. We were left on a cliffhanger. And we'll have to find out at the top of tomorrow's episode. And that's the rundown. I mean, to be honest, where did the producer from before Casa Moore go? Because the pacing... I don't know. The pacing's been a little bit whack. It's dry. The but dry. It's dry, but we do have two new bombshells entering the villa, lest we forget. Oh, I that forgot. is up and coming. Yes. So Josh and Ella are coming into the villa. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they'll stir up some excitement. I feel like there's pretty good chance that bombshells will be integrated into the existing couples right now. Just because, again, like, I don't really feel like everybody's, like, in it. Maybe aside from, like, Ella and Tyreek, because, like, them, they've just gone through it, and I feel like they're kind of locking it down, but I feel like none of the other couples are, like, well secured, Whit- except for Whitney. Whitney and Whitney, Whitney. yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I think, I think Zach and Molly <laughs> are closed. Uh mm inside of the villa i think once we get to the outside mm-hmm. world <laughs> time is Dude, none of these couples are lasting yeah like i don't see any of these couples lasting except for i'm gonna be honest with you whitney and Lokan. like they could take this they could take it Lokan, Lokan, Lokan. Lokan. like pecan it's or Lokan. pecan it's Lokan. i've clocked finally that Lokan. it's Lokan. um Lokan. yeah i mean I feel like Sammy and Jess are also closed. I mean, they're bringing... Ah, girl. A girl, I know. But he said it was done. He said he was done. He said it was closed. And they're blink- bringing in a blonde. So I don't think, yeah. you know, they're throwing him in or her in to throw off Sammy and Jess. I mean, we have Ty and Ella. Mm-hmm. We have Whitney and Lockin. We have mm-hmm. Leon Montel. I feel like it might, I think at this rate, it's going to be really tricky for these bombshells to integrate. However, I'm hoping Josh is Jess's type. 
Mm, yeah, I agree. I hope so too. I think, especially since he's a financial advisor, like, hey, money, <laughs> get it, girl. Wasn't Sammy also, or no? Am I completely making that up? I don't know. I thought he was a business associate or something. That's like the same thing to me. <laughs> yeah, you. It, it all blends for you. It really, me, really I'm like does. so particular. <laughs> No, I don't know what he does, but okay. Yeah, the bombshells look like they've got some personality. I'm excited to see how it goes. But let's get into these freaking birdhouses because we've got a lot of couples to get yeah, through today. Yeah, we do. Um, dude, I think rightfully so. Like, Kat and LM have to be at the bottom here. As in the first couple that we discussed. That was so weird. We don't hear this man speak for five episodes and then all of a sudden, he's given that speech. Then he's, like, talking with the boys. And then what's the point of you saying – the, here's the funny thing is that he said that before the votes were counted up. Mm -hmm. So already the public wasn't feeling both of them together. And I think he kind of just, like, dug himself even further by saying that he would get to know a bombshell. Well, like, he just delivered that's it not weird. true. The votes – the votes close like 15, half an hour after it's announced. So nobody was voting by the time that he said that. But it's like, you fucked yourself over. Oh, I thought that was... Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know how what the timing mm -hmm, of... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, okay. But like, let's you. say... Yeah, so he like shot himself in the yeah, foot. Yeah, let's say they weren't the least compatible, right? Like, let's say yeah. by the skin of their teeth, they had made it to the bottom three couples, like that second round dumping. Him even saying that mm -hmm. would have fucked himself over so hard because then people yeah. would have known. Then it's like, oh, well, yeah. they were doing so well, but he wants to get to know Catherine. So why not dump, dump them? Because none of these other three couples want to get to know anybody else. But let's backtrack to how we even got Back it here. Up. Because I think... Back it a week ago, nobody would have predicted Catherine being voted in the bottom. Um, and I find this fall from grace to be really, really intense because I don't think the public was voting based on genuine compatibility. People were voting on couples, right? Or sorry, people were voting, yeah. voting on personalities. And because obviously if they had been voting compatibility wise, Scott and Amber would have been in the bottom. I feel like this massive turn on Catherine, despite my disapproval of her behavior and my wish that she had been more open-minded and villainized Scott in the situation less to absolve herself of guilt and been accountable to the fact that that's what she was doing. Even though I wish that for her, I still find it funny that everyone wants to blame Catherine when for weeks everybody was telling her that Scott didn't like her, Scott didn't like her, Scott didn't like her, and it stuck in her mind. Mm -hmm. And she ended up picking somebody else. And all Elam had to do was shut his mouth and yeah. let Scott be the scapegoat and the villain and then move in silence until the moment that a bombshell walked in for him to be like, thank you for my ticket in. I'm out now. Because, mm -hmm. mind you, this man has a grind set TikTok. 
that I'm sure yes, he wouldn't mind. That you hate. I'm sure he wouldn't mind fucking bumping up those numbers. I'm not really convinced he's on there for love, you know? Mm-hmm. I felt like his speech was very rehearsed as well. Like, it was it was giving, like, he knows how to memorize a script for his grind, grind set TikTok. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't really... Here's my thing. I, I'll agree with you in the sense that, yeah, Catherine got stuck in her head, that Scott didn't really want to be with her, wasn't picking her for the right reasons, but that doesn't justify her behavior when she got the chance to speak with Scott mm-hmm. in a one-on-one setting. I still think that was super out of, not even out of pocket, but it was just uncalled for, like, the tone in which she was addressing somebody that she had just strong connection with. And that genuinely did not villainize her or fetishize her or, you know, do or say anything that was derogatory towards her, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Given that, though, like this whole uproar in everybody hating Catherine with such intensity. Like, I think you are right. Like, didn't Boohoo even tweet something about... Yeah, it was either Boohoo or Pretty Little like, Thing or something. Bye, yeah, Catherine. And I'm like, that's kind of... That's yeah, basically and I'm like, where I drew the line personally. Yeah. On the bandwagon. Yeah, like, that was not okay. Because I was like, not mm-hmm. that I felt like I was bandwagoning. I think that people have justified reason to be upset with Catherine the way that they would be mm-hmm. if this was happening inversely regarding gender. But right. I feel like we definitely have seen characters behave worse in this villa. And there's no so smoke for Sammy in the villa, you know? No mm-hmm. smoke. I mean, on the outside, yeah, sure. But nobody's like, fuck you, Sammy. We're getting you out of the villa, Sammy. I'm like, all right. right. So, like, a white man can do tenfold and more. And a black woman does one thing and it's like, we're getting you out of the villa and boom, it's done. Just like that. Next boat, she's out. No room for mistakes, Mm -hmm. no room for growth. Even when in this episode, we finally saw Scott and Catherine talking again, being amicable and friendly. So like, clearly there had to be some sort of resolution there more than what we had seen up until this point. And yet we weren't shown Totally. I know. So it was just very strange. Like, I don't agree with the whole, like, the whole masses gathering up and kind of uniting to vote her out. Like, I do agree that they are the least compatible, like, especially after uh, Elam said that comment about just, like, dipping and getting to a bombshell. But... I just, I don't know. I feel bad for Catherine. I'm very worried about what, you know, she's returning to once she's out of the villa and back in the real world. I'm hoping that she's got that strong support network to make sure that she's feeling loved and cared for and hopefully can readjust. As for Alum, I don't think she and him are going to last. No. At least even a month or two maybe a month or two but it's definitely giving summer fling vibes yeah and i really hoped more for her you know she's the girl who said that she's I known did. nothing but situationships and i'm like girl like i don't really think you chose 
the man that's gonna give you a relationship yeah I don't want to generalize but I poke fun at the TikTok because Mm -hmm. to me (laughs) men who make grind set TikToks are only so far away from making gender-based podcasts with their friends about how females need to yeah. to respect their their male partner and whatever and you gotta do you gotta be respectful and shit like that and i'm like where does he fall in the kiki palmer and bum husband discord i would like to know i would like to know. i don't think i don't think he's gonna i don't think he's gonna be that far right to like what you're saying yeah. i just think it might be more of like he's not gonna have time because again like grind set tiktok like that the grind is what matters more like he's not gonna have the time to actually like support or go fully into relationship i don't want to say this but i kind of do like the age gap might also be something that contributes it? into them not lasting i thought that they were like two three years apart oh that's He's 22 nothing. no she she just turned 24 in the villa oh okay never no, mind no okay, two three right, years i'm like that's really depending what direction i don't know going. i thought she was i don't know why i thought she was 26 for some reason so no, okay never no, mind no, no. But I'm I'm getting confused. Okay. Moving on to a couple we love. Why? Tell me why the fuck I was crying <laughs> during their day. Like my ass. I'm like in my feels this week, you guys. It's been like one of those weeks. And I'm literally watching the date and I have like the biggest, goofiest smile on my face. And I'm like a, a single teardrop like fell from my eye because she looks so pretty on the date. And they're like laughing and they're talking about family and star signs and kids, I think, and all sort of stuff. Like I just thought it was so wholesome. And that's exactly like what the fuck I watch this show for just to be swept away in this like dream fantasy mm-hmm. where people are falling in love and the the cherry on top was when Loken was like eh. <laughs> at the end of the day like that that made it yeah that made it they're for me. so cute I mean I love everything that he says about her is so sincere it's so genuine and it's like he sees right to the core of who she is he really understands her um he up he constantly uplifts her in his speech and on their one-on-one dates and they just have so much fun they seem like they're really open they seem also like they're really communicative and on the same page Mm -hmm. about their future and the outside like i don't feel like between them there is like any sort of miscommunication or misunderstanding about like what their life is going to be like on the outside. Right. Totally. And he even mentioned that he was like really integrating her family into his questioning about like, what's your sister going to think? And like, they're joking and talking about family. And I feel like that's something that's really important. Like he's taking this so seriously and you can just tell that they have a good time Mm -hmm. together. I don't know why. Like you look at them and they just feed off of one another's energy in such a positive way. And it's just the way that they look at each other. It's just, it's so cute. Like you can see how comfortable Whitney feels. You can see how she can like 
feel comfortable reaching her hand out on a table and like know that he's going to reach his hand back and put it into hers. Like, I just think it's the little things that I'm noticing as well. And I don't know, we've been kind of knew that Whitney was our winner, but I'm really hoping that the public sees it too and that she wins because I think she should. I totally agree. I mean, I feel like Whitney really is a character that defines this season and Mm -hmm. not seeing her win would suck. I mean, there's very few people right now I would like I could be okay with winning to be honest. No. No, 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 no. I want, I'm, I'm not saying, okay with anybody I'm else winning. I'm saying I want Whitney and Lockin to win. Yeah. But period. There's no one else. If they no, don't no, no, win, no, no. to be honest, I only want Ella and Ty to be the second runner-ups or the winners because not okay. for love, but because they also really define this season. Yeah, I'm sorry, but what uh, would this season be okay. without Ella and Ty? You know, like no, you're right. You're right. That season, it either has mm-hmm. to be Whitney on her own, with you know her beautiful, amazing sidekick, walking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the man who let her win, <laughs> or yes. Ella and Ty, who I just feel like. Their struggle love, their toxic love, like, they really are the moment. They're, like, the serious couple, to be honest. No, they're iconic for all the wrong reasons, Mm -hmm. which is what, I guess, I have been entertained by. But if we are getting into Ella and Ty... This man, full 180, he's out here like, you're looking so gorgeous. Is that a new outfit? I haven't seen that on you. I was like, what is this love bombing? Like, I didn't trust it. I've gotten such bad trust oh. issues from them both. I have ulterior motive central now every time either one of them says anything. I can't. Like, you never know if they're going to explode or to be honest, if they're at bay. I feel like I'm happy for them. Like... I'm happy for them, too. Has it been a messy road? Yes. Did they get there? Yes. Am I completely convinced that Ty forgave her completely at the good of his heart and not because he was no. like, we got to get the train back on the tracks so we could be in the final four? Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. conv- completely convinced that that wasn't on his mind. But I do really think that they're sincere and they seem cute and I haven't really seen any bust ups. They seem really loved, loved up and calm. Like what mm-hmm. more could I want for them? Like we're here. We made it. I just, the hump is over. Hopefully, he, you know, I wouldn't, I, I think the hump is over with them, but like I saw a tweet that was like, Ty is like the godfather in there. And oh, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, and I would rather focus on that more than talking about them as a couple because, mm-hmm. like, it's done. Yeah. Like, they're going to stay together. They're not budging anymore. They're going to have their mishaps, like, left and right. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's it. Now it's more of, like, yeah, Ty is, like, like the boys ask for his permission in a weird way before yeah, they actually fun. go out and do stuff. And, like, that whole – you know, Whitney's like, it's giving sheep. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I'm continuing to see things. And it's so weird to witness that on TV. It's like watching like a sociological experiment or something yeah. going on. A hundred percent. It's like, is this, 
But is this considered like big dick energy? Like, what is this about? Like, why are all the guys doing that? It's very strange. I don't know what it is. And you know what I'm going to tell you? I also don't know how to feel about it because guess what? Like, at the end of the day, these are grown men. You know, Mm. why are you subscribing to one man's beliefs about how to go about a situation? His situation has nothing to do with your situation, has nothing to do with his situation, has nothing to do with the third guy's situation, you know? No, period. So, like, Mm -hmm. what is it about this man that you feel like you got to take orders from him? Because it's not like, oh, you know, he's the most mature and he's been the most loved up and him and Ella are perfect. No, it's not that. Also, he's not the oldest guy in there. He's also Mm -hmm. never been in a relationship, so he's not the most experienced guy in there. So what is it? And at the end of the day, can I be mad at him? No. Because at the end of the day, sorry, not to be Sammy, because at the end of the day, (laughs) (laughs) y'all gotta think for yourselves. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. The fact that Sammy was so heated about just being mad at him for his comments towards Mal, and he goes up to Tyreek, and he's like, can you believe that she's mad at me and she wants me to close it off? And Tyreek's like, yeah, you should. And Sammy's like, okay. Oh my God. Yeah. Grow, I don't he went, uh, grow some balls, not to be, not to be outdated, but I have to say it. I just don't understand what, it's like a pack mentality, hmm. but it's led by, someone who is also just very toxic in their way of thinking and how I mean they live their life so I don't know maybe it's just it has like, to do with like his body count they're like oh he pulls he pulls all the girls wanted him oh, like all the bond girls always wanted to get to know Tyreek so it's like that interesting like that no I don't know what it is homoeroticism you know that straight guys Not, have with he's each other like, or they're like, he pulls, man. Like, that's my fucking king right there. <laughs> he got hella bitches. No, like, this is our leader from now on. I'm done. <laughs> I think for the most part, though, it's just, I don't know. Like, it's fascinating to see. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, the inner academic in me is like, oh, my goodness. I got to start taking notes. I got to do my research. I got to figure this out. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also, no one – I think it's also because he's been left unchecked yeah. by the guys. And it, it's kind of like what came first in that situation. But, but, yeah, like, I think all the other guys have been kind of clocked or checked for them acting out of line mm-hmm. or something else happening. But, like – Ty hasn't. But what? And what does Ty have to be mm. clocked about? Because at the end of the day, oh my god, I'm I'm annoying myself at this point. Because they're grown, so it's like, what are they yeah. gonna clock him for? Like, oh, you were egging us on. Okay, so be a man. That's also like, true. Scott, That's also true. You know, Scott is never afraid to be like. T- remember, like two weeks ago, when Ty was mm-hmm. saying, like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that Zach done about Molly. Like he's forgot about Molly now that Katie came in." And Scott was like, "Not everybody thinks like you, bro." And Scott was yeah. not gone to do anything. I'm sure Tyreek was like, "Go do stuff. Go do stuff. Forget about Catherine. Go do stuff." And he didn't do anything. So, what are right. we gonna clock Tyreek for? Like, yes, it's you know, it's shady. 
when the closed off guy is egging everyone on. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. if you do something, that's on you. I will say, though, right? I didn't see him apologize to Elle, or Elle, Jess, for being like, fuck Jess. Yeah, he did. And that's the one thing that he did need to be clocked for, because that was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Oh, it absolutely was. Maybe, again, like, I feel like the producers are being really finicky with, like, what they're choosing to show mm-hmm. us in the episodes so far. But I definitely think that that's something that I had also noticed was that there's when, there was no closure between Jess and Ty. But I will say, for some reason, the camaraderie between Ty and Uzi is developed as they were sharing a bed in the morning and giggling together so what i saw a tweet that was like one thing that this man will do is convert his ops or something and i just like laughed so hard about it because it's true like they're chilling now and he also felt comfortable enough to tease uzi and katie by saying that like giving them that umbrella Mm -hmm. that like Katie is now second best and that Uzi only had eyes for Ella. And I was like, this man and Uzi and Katie too. You should drag her again because she had a lot to say. And I feel like this does lead us into our birdhouse, like our only birdhouse of this episode. And really it's a very loose birdhouse. Uzi, Mm -hmm. Katie, Molly, and Zach. Now, it's a birdhouse because Katie had to open her big fat mouth. Although mm. I commend her for it. <laughs> like, I don't know what the tease about. Okay. I don't know what the tease about. What happened was Molly and Zach had a conversation like on Tuesday night's episode when they were showing us all the couples logged up, or maybe Monday night's episode. She was like, yeah, oh, I remember. The girls keep asking if we're closed off. And he's like, haha, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. And she's like, yeah, like, I said, like, yeah. you know, like, we're, like, not, you know, like, I don't, I'm, I'm private. I don't have to tell anybody anything. But were the words closed off said? Yes and no. It was very mm-hmm. confusing to be honest. Like, I don't know if I would have got from that conversation, they're 100% closed. But I think what I got was, it's unlikely that anyone else comes in for them. Right. So, Katie, at one point, after this, asked Molly, oh, so how are you and Zach? Like, Like, you guys haven't said you're closed off. And Molly goes, emphatically, yes, yes, we're closed off. We just don't feel the need to tell anybody. Then during a toast, Katie says, cheers to opinions, fake opinions, true ones, whatever, shading Ellen Ty. Mm. A mess. A mess. A, has uh, I'll get into that in a minute, because she says she's a girl's girl. I wouldn't really I Yeah, she's agree. she's not. After that, she says, and cheers to Molly and Zach for closing it off. Am I mad at her for saying that? No. Because I find Molly Molly's personality and her mannerisms and her behavior since she came back in the villa to be a little off. To be a little unlike herself. No, I feel like, no, not at all. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Hmm. she feels like she scaled her personality down a lot. 
and oh, she's okay. really just keeping to Zach, and that's it. And she yeah. thinks that they're close, but she knows that he wouldn't 100% say that, but she's going to tell other people mm-hmm. that they're close. And that's why she didn't right. want to tell the villa. She was like, mm-hmm. it's not like 100%, but like in my eyes, we're close. So everybody gets mad on Molly's behalf, but Molly is like, Katie, I know you had intentions. Like, I just want to clear it up. Like, I know you meant no bad by it at all. Like, it's just that, like, it is closed off, but, like, it's not closed off. And Zach was like, yeah, I didn't never, I didn't know it was closed off. So I would have told you boys if it was, but, like, it is, but it's not. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. And you bought into this fantasy. I know. Man will never say he's closed off because a man likes to go out. And have his cake eat totally. And yeah, I mean, close it. But I just, I, I want to. They did. I want to add that it did feel like okay. Now we have to close it. Like now he thinks he has to close it, and he's happy to at this point because it's been called to everybody's attention. He doesn't want to lose this girl. But like, if it were up to him, he would have stayed open, like up until they made it to the final four speeches. Totally. And I, I agree with that. And honestly, I'm not mad at Katie for bringing it up. I thought it was really funny. And everybody's reactions was like, made it even funnier. Because I think she, the one she said it, everybody was like, Oh, like, what? And all the guys, like all everybody's reaction was just priceless. So I love it. What I will say, though, is I find Molly and Zach really annoying like I'm glad that they're happy but like it's just strange like you know Zach was like you know in my 26 years or whatever I've like never found anybody like you or or just kind of like repeating the lines that he had been saying in the earlier days but like now he's bringing his age into it for some reason and then also yeah I feel like he kind of felt backed into a corner into like closing things off now because if he didn't it would have started a huge deal that again like we've seen how drama has been exaggerated and kind of dragged out in this season's cast so I feel like it's just better for him to like not bite the bullet but like make sure that he just closes things out in a way that's not gonna leave him vulnerable mm-hmm. to the public opinion mm-hmm. to like the opinion of his islanders mm-hmm. so I thought that was a semi-smart move but I, I hope that I don't know I hope that he also did it for himself too and that it's not just all a line and things like that because Molly actually does really like him she's like obsessed with him she never leaves his side and it would just be interesting to see if a couple like that were to like dramatically fall through while they're in the villa. Yeah, I she definitely likes him, but more to what I was saying about her personality being so subdued this time around. I just find it really odd. And this goes back to like the unfairness of bringing back somebody who was allowed to see public opinion because mm. we've already said our piece on how it affects the flow in the villa and how it affects like you know moves that can be made that like affect other couples affect standings whatever but furthermore it affects molly herself and like i feel like she hasn't been herself she's like a fraction of who she was portraying herself to be before 
And mm-hmm. since she went out and saw opinions of her, it's like she's come back, scaled it down, so nobody can have anything bad to say about her. And that is sad to see. Yeah. And listen, like, okay, maybe, you know what, maybe it ha- it's intention is for like to get in the final four but Mm -hmm. I just feel like when you're reminded the game and you you see what people are saying about you like that like when you see what people are saying about you like it sets in deeply the reality of what you've chosen to done which is beyond reality tv and be scrutinized by millions and to be able to leave the villa and go back in and see that public opinion like it ruins anybody's experience in there so yeah at the very least if they were gonna bring her back they shouldn't have let her like outside of the villa they should have just said she got covid had to stay on site surprise she's back you know but that's totally i agree with that too we have other couples i mean the next the the next couple who i want to get covid and leave the villa period Mm -hmm. is Montel and Leah, I don't look. I'm gonna say this right here. I up until movie night, I stand Leah. I was here for her. I had that girl's back. Like, does she have one liners for days for sure? Like, she said some shit to Scott that I was like, oh shit. What? Because like, he ate her the fuck up. He ate her. The no, he fuck ate her the fuck up. up. No he forms, ate her up. No bones. Left he dead. did. I loved it. It was amazing. I just love the fact that she was fucking talking. I was like, damn, okay, girl, go for it. But does she deserve someone like Montel? Absolutely not. And this is just because I strongly believe that any man who lies to his woman about actions that he did in Casa or is actively caught enjoying, you know, like having this cake and eating it too is a no-go in my book. I thought that the apology was super forced. It didn't embarrass him at all. So I don't know what the hell was embarrassing about him reading an apology, Mm -hmm. but it was just weird. He is a very strange character altogether. Like I find him copying what Tanya did, like almost verbatim to be embarrassing. Mm. Because like, you did what she did, and she did it better still. She said it from her heart. Like, okay, also, though, like, also. She messed up. She messed up more, she messed and up, she still ate. She messed up more, and she still ate you up because she said it from her heart. No yeah. script. Genuinely meant it. Was emotional, torn up, whatever. And, like, you know, she did in the crowd. You were up there on the balcony avoiding scrutiny like you didn't have to do it face to face looking her in the eye she was all the way down there like pea size didn't even have to make eye contact like whatever but also right you read from your phone and also like everybody ate tanya up when she did that so Mm. what about Mm -hmm. that were you like copy and paste sounds like a good idea what and I just find him, like, incapable of forming a sentence, and I find that embarrassing. Stop. And I find the fact that she has so, that Leah, now I'm going to come for Leah, that she has so much to uh. say about Scott when her man did her ten times worse. Totally. It's, like, it's embarrassing. Like, why are you coming for Scott, insinuating nobody wants him, and then you want to lie, say you didn't say that, and act disrespected? 
when Scott has something to say back to you, like that's embarrassing, embarrassing. Also embarrassing that Montel was like, oh, I'm going to shade Scott in the challenge because you shouted at my missus and you didn't stand up for her. Right. So, so, so now what? You're mad that he shouted at his missus, but when y'all were shouting at Catherine, guess what Scott did? He stood up for his missus. So you're totally not a man, in my opinion. You're just a boy. Well, he said the thing in the little shading challenge when he gave the umbrella to Scott and Amber. He was like, you're disrespecting my woman. Here's an umbrella. Yeah. That's, well, no, that's what I'm saying. That's the only thing he said. That was it. Yeah. He didn't say, fuck you, how dare you, we'll have a no, talk about it. Like, I nothing. know. He was like, I'm, no, I'm going to stick up for my missus by giving you an umbrella. Okay. There you go. Okay. Like, okay. It was just very strange. I, I honestly, out of the couples that are at the bottom, I think I would rather prefer Leah and Montel to go home rather than Katie and Uzi. And that's saying Ooh. something. I just feel like they've... I just feel like they've met the end of the road. Like, I, it doesn't, like, the, that apology doesn't do anything for me. And I feel like Leah is such a strong person. She can take leaving the villa and, like, coming back and, like, figuring things out. I just, I don't know. I just feel like this journey isn't going to get any better for her because she chose to overlook something that doesn't sit right with her like values like I don't care about the apology I genuinely don't think she was going to take Montel back if there was somebody else in there that she gelled with more or if like a eh. bombshell came in just for her or something like eh. that I just don't think like she would have they, they don't make sense she they don't make sense I feel like they don't talk about anything hung up on that boy bad in my opinion yeah, I know. And it's just weird. Like, and here's the thing, like, I didn't actually mind Montel up until he did do that shit where Tyreek was like, yeah, go kiss Tank. And then he was like, okay, you know, and like, I didn't like mind that. him until then. I never liked that boy. He really, I just didn't, me, felt, showed, I just didn't feel like, I mm. felt like he, he showed who he was early. And that is somebody who's mm. willing to like throw other people under the bus for the sake yeah. of him looking better. And he did that in his apology to Leah being like, you know, Tyreek told me to whatever. And also it's not addressed the fact that in the, mm. like he changed courses of who he was going to couple up with in the middle of the speech. Like he was yeah. leaning mm -hmm. towards tanks and then mid speech is like Leah. Okay. Yeah. I saw that yeah. too. And maybe mm -hmm. it's because he can't formulate a sentence. So he really didn't know where he was going, but <laughs> Anyways, I find it interesting you want Leanne Montel to go, even though ideally I want all of the bottom three to go. I don't want Jess to go. I don't want Jess to go, but this man has done her dirty one too many times. And if you think Leah needs to find some self-respect, Jess needs to find it tenfold because she's taken this man back and back and back and back. And movie night was the final straw and she took him back. I know it's the classic Liberty Jake. Oh, you think it's all me situation, but I but just Liberty cannot stand to see this woman. I cannot stand to see this woman suffer. I don't want her to leave the villa like this. No. I want her to stay. I want Josh to be the one to come and get her. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm rooting for Jess and Jess alone. I think 
I'm done with the whole Sammy Jess situation. I've never seen something so disrespectful and so gaslit and villainizing about her just expressing her emotions, which were genuinely just completely valid. And it just does not make any sense to me, like why she keeps undermining herself and her worth just to try to make things work with Sammy because she was right. She's like, I always feel this sense of like, and she didn't directly say like insecurity, but like we both know she was aiming for that. And she's like, I'm tired of feeling this way and I've treated you pretty good. And Sammy had the gall to be like, oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Get out of here. Like you and your little, like constantly pompous her and undermines her. And calls her stupid for how she's feeling. Like, it's genuinely sad. It's sad. He's a pathetic man, boy, who yeah, fi- like finds comfort in putting other people down to lift himself up to make himself feel better. And it's really. I just sad. don't think he. I just don't think he knows what he's looking for and other people are paying the price for that. Mm -hmm. Like he is lashing out like unintentionally, but also like you've got to have some nerve Mm -hmm. to sit there and be like actively hurting somebody and then denying that you're hurting them. Mm -hmm. Like you don't get to decide what somebody else feels. You can only stay accountable to your own self and your actions and then understand like if you've said something that's hurtful to then take responsibility of apologizing for that action not to try to whim up some story to make the other person feel like their feelings are not valid and it's just really really disappointing to me I like can't believe this I'm not surprised that they're at the bottom but like I need like would I be upset if Jess went home yes but if it means that she won't be with Sam anymore then I wouldn't be mad about it yeah, she needs to go to her family and, like, sit down with them and have them tell her, like, you need to leave this man immediately. Yeah. But he's not going to stay with her when they leave. Oh, the villa. There's no fucking way. I just need her They're to done. get her lick back. Like, I need her to get her lick back. Yeah. He doesn't deserve I to know. hurt her anymore and have the last laugh. But, oh, sorry, I'm getting a little crazy. And it's just reminding me of our last birdhouse. Mitch Abbey's uh, dude. <laughs> is this even a birdhouse, bro? Like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is like a bullfight between Mitch and Scott. I feel like it is because I feel like Abby actually genuinely likes Scott, but is afraid to upset Mitch. So is still mm. kind of like placating his ego whilst trying to let herself have the experience she deserves to have in there. And he Mm -hmm. is just losing it, like absolutely losing it. And like, I get it. Listen, I get it. I know he's crazy, but we have to, like, it has to be said, like he has had the worst time in there. He brings someone in and now she has eyes for somebody else. Like, of course, I feel bad. Of course, I understand. For sure. positioning. But at the same time. My problem is more so like how he goes about everything. And it's like Scott did give you the warning. Like they were both incredibly respectful. They had a mm-hmm. conversation about how Scott wanted to be more open and was going to try it with the next bombshell. Abby then the next day pulls it and was like, 
pulls him is like, I would like to get to know you. Then she pulls Mitch before they solidify that they are going to get to know each other and lets Mitch know. Mitch is like, okay with it. Then Abby talks to Scott. Then Scott talks to Mitch to make sure it's okay. And all is well and good. And Mitch is like, like, it's fine. Get to know her. I appreciate you pulling me to my face. Thank you so much. Whatever. I'm going to let you get to know her. And I'm not going to pull her, like, you know, just to be spiteful. Do you. And not 24 hours later is Mitch laying down the law saying you've talked to him too much. You're being disrespectful to me. Blah, 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 blah. Babe, like, this is the name of the game. Girl, I'm not going to lie, though. I feel like he was kind of right to be upset that Abby was talking to Scott all night long. Like, I feel like he could have expressed it a little bit better. Like, he was too stern. I think he could have taken it from a different route instead of making it, like, it was kind of like him being, like, it's been all night. Like, you've been talking to him all night. It should have been, like, hey, like, I missed you tonight. Like, how was your evening? And da da da. So, like, I feel like we've seen the oh my goodness there's a big fat orange cat sitting in the window of my neighbors across the street and it is so cute oh little baby okay sorry (laughs) i got like completely distracted okay it's gone um but i feel like we've seen how obsessive and clingy desperate mitch can become and i'm just really scared that this is the side that abby's gonna see now and she's literally gonna get turned off so quick because every single girl like molly leah like they when they clock this shit they're like "Uh uh-uh i'm out yeah no exactly and like that's the problem it's like do i think that he is justified in being hurt a hundred percent because it's like again a fucking again here i go again I get it, but it's like you can't really tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. And you gave your blessing. So I don't know what grounds you have to stand on to then be like furious with them. No, it's fair game. Yeah, it's fair game up until that, like up until this point. Once you've kind of like Scott laid his cards on the table, and to be honest, like. He didn't have to do that. Like, the whole villa is making him this huge villain. Like, he could have easily played into it, but he's not. He's still keeping it cool. Let him know. And I think he's right to tell Abby, like, look, don't go to Mitch for advice. Like, he's obviously going to, like, warp your judgment and, like, your opinions. But also, Abby, girl, what the fuck are you doing? She's, like, in Mitch's arms. And she's, like, so, Scott, tell me not to listen to you about this whole thing. I'm, like, you little trickster. She's literally instigating it. Into both hands. And it's not helping the situation at all. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Also, I find it rich coming from Mitch to be like, don't talk to me. Don't talk about me to the girl just to put me down. Like, that's fucked Uh, up. I'm like, babe, that's exactly what you did, though. And not that's your entire game. You don't get to fucking feel the type of way when it happens to you. But I find it completely ironic that now you want that level of respect. Because, right. Yeah, like what you said, like what Scott said is not completely like, out of bounds it's like yeah maybe like don't talk to mitch about us because he's going to have a differing opinion 
than than us like you know he's going to like in all fairness lead you astray from me because he wants to get to know you but right yeah i mean this is what happens when you bring in a costa person right and you bring them in now they are part of the love island experience right you bring them in knowing they want a ticket into the villa everybody knows this you then gave them that ticket and now they are entitled to have the same love island experience that you are having they are not tied to you they don't owe you shit in fact when the og islanders bring back cost of people and then discard them they don't give a fuck they don't give a fuck yep that like they now potentially Mm -hmm. cut their experience short ruin the whole thing for them like no so fuck it like why should a casa person go into the villa and not be in there for themselves totally and i think it makes sense that yeah every person who's in the villa now like you are a villa person and you're entitled to continue your journey as is so i hope abby kind of stays true to herself and has fun exploring i do think if mitch continues to keep being this kind of like messy messy mitch it's just gonna drive her further into scott's arms so hopefully he like learns from his past and can figure things out but I don't know, dude, this is like a weird week, weird end to the week. The fallouts weren't as dramatic as I thought that they would. No, I totally agree. It was kind of like up and down and plateauing. And then uh, uh, actually, it wasn't really up. It was a lot of downs. Like it felt like we'd been treated so good. And then now we're here. Yeah, I mean, hopefully the next five episodes are going to bring us that, like, ba-boom, pow, so we can go ahead and, like, start our next episode on Wednesday with, like, a lot of tea, a lot of drama, a lot of gossip, maybe an estimated timeline on when the season will end, and then we can put in our guesses for who's Final Four, but until then... Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. Please leave us a five-star review so people stop thinking that we're man-haters. Follow us on Instagram at VillaBirds. Follow us on TikTok at VillaBirds. And come find us on Twitter where one of us, both of us, or none of us are live tweeting every episode at VillaBirds pod and additionally we will be making a thread soon for the love island instagram you know we're not old we are hip we will be on you know the thread soon we've just been you know a little bit busy and also apologies if i sounded weird i just got invisalign and i feel like I'm lisping a little bit, so bear with me, okay? It's a process, and I am trying my best. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just being like a little sultry, a little sultry snake oh, over there. God. I didn't know that that was what was causing it. <laughs> Horrible. Like, that is, like, the last thing I want you to think. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Peace.